Welcome back to the Noggin Notes podcast. This is episode number 30, and it's on the four C's of parenting. That's not S-E-A-S, like the high C's upon which pirates may sail, but the letter C, because each of these concepts starts with the letter C. So it's the four C's of parenting. They're not mine. They come from a mentor of mine. His name is Christian Conti, and you can find out more about him and what he does at drchristianconti.com. That's drchristianconte.com. And he's got a lot of really good content on his site. I highly recommend following him on Twitter and on Facebook. He's very inspirational, and he always has something positive to say. But the four C's are something that uh, I think every every parent should know of and um, work to uh, maintain and implement in their lives. It's also not just for parenting. It's for coaches. It's for business leaders. It's for um, anybody who ever deals with people. And I think you'll see why as we unfold these through the course of the episode. The four C's were originally published in Fostering Families Today magazine in 2009. And they're also included in Advanced Techniques for Counseling and Psychotherapy by Dr. Christian Conti. And that's available on all outlets of books, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, whatnot. As always, the show is sponsored by Zephyr Wellness. Uh, we try to keep this uh, you know, free for everybody so that that people can just get the help that they need um, through, you know, feedback like this and advice and tips and insights and so forth, because uh, what we learn along the way as clinicians, we want to share with people so that they can help solve their own problems. So check out ZephyrWellness.org. That's uh, my company that I co-own with my co-owner, Lindsay Garrison, and uh, you can poke around there and see what we're all about. Uh, the tagline is Innovative and Philanthropic Mental Health. And certainly we're trying to be innovative with things like podcasts and apps for your phone and tablet and philanthropic because we, we don't charge for it, this kind of stuff. We give it away for free. So thanks for joining us. This is episode 30, The Four C's of Parenting. The Four C's of Parenting. Choices, Consequences, Consistency, Compassion. Seems simple enough. But when you take a deep dive into it, you realize that it's not really as simple as it seems. You have to do each of these with a measure of intentionality, meaning you got to know why you're doing what you're doing, and certainly you have to pick your timing. The first C is choices, and I think if you want to raise a healthy child, what you have to do is be able to value their autonomy. Children, even though they are smaller people and they seem like their rights are restricted, at least by law, they do have a choice, and uh, they always have a choice. We can't make them do anything, and to do so would not only be pretty unethical and it'd cause a lot more problems, but we have to recognize that they're going to do whatever they want to do anyway, regardless of whether we want them to do a certain thing. This is particularly true with adolescents. So how do you enforce choices? Well, you start at an early age. You start by saying something like, you can choose to keep crying and go to your room, or you can choose to stop crying and then stay out here with the rest of the family. That perfectly illustrates that the child has a choice and that you're instructing them to make a decision between the two, while also outlining the potential consequence of both choices. The second C, obviously, is consequences, and we have to be able to deliver on that which we promise. So we can't say something like, on the way to Disneyland and the child is crying and the tickets are already bought and the hotel's paid for and you're halfway there to say, if you don't stop crying, I'm going to turn this car around and go back home. 
that's really not an enforceable consequence because you're probably not going to follow through with that. You want to be at Disneyland as much as anybody else. And beyond that, you're just going to cost yourself tons and tons and tons of money for a fairly small infraction. What might be more useful is to offer up something enforceable like if you choose to keep crying, then you choose to have me take away your toys in the back seat. If you choose to stop crying, you can also choose to continue playing with your toys. You've adequately outlined both the choice and the consequence, depending on what the child chooses. This obviously takes some uh, non-attachment on the part of the adult enforcing the choice-consequence result and relationship, because if we can't stand to watch our children be in distress, then we're not going to be very good at following through with the consequences. Now, a lot of times people think consequence is uh, negative. It's not negative, it's just neutral. Uh, consequence can be very positive, actually, uh, depending on your perspective. So the consequence of me continuing to show up at work every day is that I might draw a paycheck from my boss. The consequence of me not showing up to work is that I don't get paid and maybe subsequently get fired. So consequence is very neutral. It's just the natural byproduct of a, of a behavior or a decision. So we don't want to think like we're turning it into a verb either. I'm going to consequence you. That's that's threatening and it's not useful. A consequence is very neutral, but in order for it to be neutral, we have to mind our own emotions and we have to remove our emotions from that conversation. So you say, hey, uh, choose to do this and such and such will happen, or you can choose to do this and then the other thing will happen. And then we have to of course, be consistent. And I happen to think that the most important C of the four C's is consistency because consistency breeds a, uh, a fifth C, if you will. I know it's not part of the four C's, but it's a, that C is called credibility. And as parents, if we're inconsistent in what we do, we lose credibility. And if we are inconsistent over a long period of time, then there's no reason for our children to listen to us at all because they just don't believe that what we're going to say is actually going to happen. And this has to do with, you know, delivery of positive uh, results as well. So, you know, if a child uh, behaves and you promise them ice cream, then you better deliver on the ice cream. Otherwise, you're going to be perceived as inconsistent. And then they're not going to trust you and they're not going to follow what you say anyway. The fifth C, uh, I'm sorry, the, the fourth C uh, is compassion. Now, when a child chooses to continue doing the bad behavior we don't want them to do, we have to be compassionate when we validate that choice. We could say something like, man, it really hurts me that you chose to keep crying or that you chose to keep hitting your brother or you chose to keep spraying the, the hose at the dog and, not but, and you know what the consequence is. So you can express your own emotional uh, displeasure with it. Say, you know what, buddy, I, you know, I feel for you. You, you chose this, this uh, thing that I didn't want you to choose, and now the consequence is you have to go to bed, or uh, I'm taking away the hose, or I'm taking away the toy, or whatever the consequence is that you, you um, came up with. Now, for very natural consequences that happen to do with uh, things in the outside world that just will, will follow through no matter what, you can still have compassion, and you can be a little less emotionally attached to them when you're not the one delivering the consequence. Let me give you an example. A hot stove is going to keep being hot regardless of the re reaction that someone gives it after touching it. Now, we can likewise give a, a an informed series of, of results that's going to happen if someone touches a hot stove. You can say you can choose to touch the hot stove. You can see it's hot, it's red, it's, it's, you know, it's telling you I'm hot, don't touch me unless you want to get burned. 
And if you choose to touch the stove, then you choose to get burned and you choose to, you know, feel pain and you, maybe you choose to have a blister or go to the hospital or whatever. And if you choose not to touch the stove, then you choose to not be in pain and not have blisters and not go to the hospital. Now, if if somebody touches the stove, the good thing is, is that we're not the ones enforcing the pain of, uh, you know, the consequence. The stove does it. Now, ranting and raving, jumping up and down, flapping the arms and frothing at the mouth, screaming at the stove and maybe swearing at it is not going to make the stove feel one bit of, of care one way or the other. It's going to still keep being hot. We have to take a similar approach when we deliver unpleasant consequences to our children. This is the art of being emotionally non-attached. All we do is lay out the consequences. If we personalize them and we take things personally, like the consequences are somehow my consequences and it's a personal affront to me if the child chooses the, the thing that I don't want him to choose, then I can have emotion mixed in with that and I can get very angry, I can get very defensive, I can get very charged up, and we don't want to do that. We don't want to personalize consequences. We don't want to personalize behaviors. We just want to say, these aren't these aren't my consequences. Sure, you may have thought them up, but they're just the consequences. Because as soon as you illustrate what's coming, then it's out of your hands. You say, hey, child, if you choose to run on the, on the wet floor, uh, you may choose to slip and fall. If you don't choose to run, you choose to walk, you'll probably make it safely across and you won't slip and fall. If the child chooses to run and slip and fall... Now, we can share their pain and say, man, that, that sucks, it hurts, I, I, I get it. But we, what, what we do is sometimes we, we mix up our emotions with the consequence, and then we get all defensive and start judging the child. I told you not to do that. I warned you. You know, and we get, we get really fired up. That doesn't send a, a message of compassion. Compassion says, hey, I, I warned you, I told you, I tried to keep you, know, keep you from harming yourself. You chose to go against my advice and you did it anyway, and, and here's the outcome. Some people may think that that's very cold and calculated to take that approach. Some people may think that you know, uh, watching somebody in pain means that you have to share their pain. You don't have to share their pain. In fact, I would advise very strongly against sharing someone else's pain because it's simply not yours to carry, even that pain of your child. So in conclusion, when we're talking about the four C's of parenting, choices, consequences, consistency, and compassion, what we want to do is we want to be as consistent as gravity when we're, when we're implementing whatever consequence the desired behavior followed, uh, follows. Uh, so if we give a choice, and then the, when we get we promise a consequence, the child chooses something, we better deliver that consequence lest we become inconsistent and we lose credibility with our children. And then when we deliver the consequence, we want to be compassionate, especially if it's a negative one. If it's a negative consequence or an unpleasant consequence, we want to be as compassionate as possible, meet them where they are, validate their suffering, and still follow through. What we don't want to do is be emotionally charged up so that we either change course, change our mind, um, reverse the decision or start yelling at our children out of our own unpleasantness, you know, and watching them suffer. I hope this was useful for you. And if you like, you can subscribe to the podcast. You can check out nogginnotes.com and download the app. We recommend that you do both. You can jump on over to Zephyr Wellness and check out zephyrwellness.org. Uh, but mostly we just want you to share this information. So please make sure that you reach out to somebody and, uh, you know, and let them know. But most of all, give a big thanks to Dr. Christian Conti for coming up with the four C's of parenting. Check out drchristianconti.com 
and follow him. He's got a wonderful emotional management series, a podcast of his own that I'm sure that everybody will enjoy. They're very quick hitters, one minute at a time, uh, easily digestible information, and always something to make your wheels turn. Thanks on behalf of the Zephyr Wilmus team and the Noggin Notes group. Uh, appreciate you tuning in and listening. And as always, I wish you great mental health. I'm Jake Wiskirchen. Thank you.